Hey guys, welcome back to the Casual Fight Fan Podcast. This is your host, JJ. And today, we're going to be analyzing the fight between Edson Barbosa and Giga Chikadze at UFC Fight Night Vegas 35, which was last night. A couple of quick announcements first. So, I finished writing up the second article in a series that I'm doing, analyzing technical combos that would be helpful for those who train in kickboxing and MMA. Uh, The combo that I analyzed this week is jabbing or hooking off the jab, and it's something that can be viewed for free on Patreon. I'll put the link in the description below. In the article, I go over the mechanics of the combo, um, setups that will help you execute the combo during sparring, as well as a couple of fights where we can see the combo in action. I hope you guys enjoy it, and if you want to support me, um, please consider subscribing to the Patreon page. I'd really appreciate it. Alright, so now let's take a look at the fight last night. First off, Edson Barbosa versus Giga Chikadze was one of the most beautiful fights I'd seen in a long, long time. Both fighters came in with some of the most crisp, technical, and precise stand-up skills in the entire game, and watching them exchange fire in the stand-up was nothing short of epic. A lot of people might not be familiar with Edson or Chikadze, so I'll just give a quick profile of each fighter and a little bit of their background before actually analyzing the fight. Edson Barbosa is one of the veterans of the sport. He's competed in the UFC ever since 2010 and fought many of the biggest names of the sport. I actually went on his Wikipedia page to look at his record the other day and was absolutely surprised to see the name, um, the list of names of the fighters he's fought. It includes Donald Cerrone, Danny Castillo, Michael Johnson, Paul Felder two times, Anthony Pettis, Habib, Gaethje. The list simply just goes on and on. He's got one of the most devastating kicks in the sport, and he's the only UFC fighter to have finishes via kicks to the head, body, and legs. I believe he's also notable for having the first spinning wheel kick finish in UFC history, um, which that was a KO for Terry Elliman was absolutely amazing as well. His opponent, Giga Chikadze, is relatively new to the UFC. Having made his debut in 2019, Chikadze already has seven fights under his name in the organization and is undefeated so far. He's had four fights in 2020 alone, which is pretty impressive and shows that he's really active. Despite having less experience than Barbosa in terms of octagon time, Chikadze is a credentialed kickboxer who competes where he competed formerly at Featherweight in Glory. He has a style of kickboxing that contains elements of karate and Muay Thai, uh, which I believe allows him to give a different look to traditional MMA fighters, and it makes his fights really entertaining to watch. So that's a little bit of background for the fighters. Uh, Both men came in with superb striking skills, and for the most part, the match was a kickboxing fight with pure striking and almost no takedowns. No takedowns. As the fight went on, it became noticeable that Chikadze was the faster fighter, and by the third round, he was able to get the better of Barbosa with a series of punches and finish the fight via TKO. In analyzing why Chikadze won the fight, there's three things I want to talk about. Chikadze's advantage on the draw of the punch, the speed differential, and the variety and more well-roundedness of his game. So the first thing, his advantage on the draw of the punch. 
um, one of the things that caught my eye right away in the first round was simply how fast Giga was able to throw his strikes. He was able to switch stances very well, and there were elements of karate and point fighting that I saw in his movements. Notably, when he switched to southpaw, he would throw a cross that was so fast I had to rewind to see where it came from. And the same thing goes for his rear body kicks from the southpaw position. After studying his strikes a little, I came to the conclusion that Giga's speed comes from the fact that he absolutely has no telegraphing whatsoever. He doesn't load up and just throws the kick or the punch directly from point A to point B. It's explosive and clean and absolutely has no lag time at all. Additionally, there's the added element of surprise. His hands aren't held up in high guard like most kickboxing or Muay Thai practitioners, and he's able to throw a fast cross from almost chest or waist level. And that's really a weird angle to throw a punch from when you think about it, because when you train in traditional kickboxing, a lot of people are used to seeing punches thrown from the chin. Um, so when you have a fighter who's really throwing punches from all over the place, whether it's the hips or the waist, that can really mess with you. It's a style of striking that comes from point fighting and isn't really common in MMA, but it's definitely starting to prove its effectiveness. Notably, Stephen Thompson is another fighter who has that karate style of point fighting, and he blitzes in and out lightning fast, throws punches from weird angles. Michael Venom Page, who fights in Bellator, is also another example of an elite level kickboxer who has that style of effective blitz striking. While Shikazi's style is definitely reliant more on kickboxing, he definitely has that element of Kyokushin karate that helps add a little seasoning to his game, and it allows him to pop his opponents from random places when they're not really expected. Another factor that contributed to Chikadze having the advantage in the fight was the speed difference. So we've already established that Chikadze is a fast striker, but the truth is that both fighters are extremely fast. Edson Barbosa, for example, has one of the quickest switch, games, uh, switch kicks in the game, and his hand speed is incredibly swift as well. However, um, as Jack Slack likes to say in his podcast, when it comes to combat sports and fighting, Speed is judged on a relative level rather than an absolute level. You can be the second fastest puncher in the entire world, but if you're up in a fight against the fastest puncher, you're still the slower one and your speed doesn't really defer you any advantages. And likewise, you can be the second slowest runner in the world, but if you're racing against the slowest person in the world, uh, the speed won't be a, a disadvantage for you. So, the same thing sort of holds true in this scenario as well. Yes, Barbosa is fast, but Chikadze is just a tad faster. And this may be due to many reasons, one of them being that Barbosa recently moved down to featherweight, where most of the opponents are simply smaller and faster. Um, he competed for most of his career at lightweight, and dropping that division may give him more power, but it also doesn't really give him that much of a speed advantage, which he had at light lightweight division. Uh, additionally, it was pretty clear that both fighters wanted to engage in a stand-up fight. Barbosa didn't seem to have any intention of taking Chikadze to the ground, and as a result, neither had to worry too much about implementing takedown defense. So this has the effect of turning the fight um, essentially into a stand-up kickboxing match, which naturally allowed both fighters to turn up the pace. 
it's pretty much different uh, when you don't have to worry about an opponent trying to take you down. For instance, you can stand in a more upright position. You don't have to worry about going in for the sprawl. Uh, um, you don't have to worry about sprawling for your opponent going in for the takedown. And as a result, your strikes can be thrown with more commitment um, without having to be concerned about the opponent trying to tie you up, uh, get into a clinch, or even trying to wrestle you to the ground. So in this sort of environment, it was only natural for Shikadze, who fought his entire career at featherweight, to have the advantage in speed. Finally, Chikadze had the more diverse arsenal. In addition to being able to switch stances, he also implemented techniques such as spinning back kicks, blitzing forward with punches, and axe kicks on the feet. His Kyokushin karate background allowed him to give Barbosa a different look than regular kickboxers, and that was an important part that gave him unpredictability and a better chance at landing his shots. The axe kicks didn't seem to contribute much to the victory, but I think being able to throw them just shows how confident and comfortable he is in a stand-up game. And finally, lastly, Chikazi's ground game is also not terrible either. Although he's not a grappling specialist by any stretch of the imagination, he went in for the anaconda and then the darts choke when he was able to get Barbosa to the ground, which was very impressive. It was refreshing to see a fighter try the best of his ability to maximize all the skills in his arsenal to put on a great finish to a great fight. Giga Shikadze is definitely going up in ranking after his beautiful performance um, against Edson Barbosa last night. It also leaves the featherweight division in an interesting place. So Brian Ortega is challenging for the belt against current champ Alexander Volkanovsky next month. And then there are also some scary contenders at the top, too. There's the Korean Zombie, Yair Rodriguez, Max Holloway, and a bunch of other great fighters. It's interesting to see who Shikadze is going to fight next. It's definitely going to be a top 10 guy, um, and it'll see how he does at that elite level. Zabit, Ma, uh, Zabit is coming back. He should be returning pretty soon. I wonder if um, a fight against Zabit, Zabit would be good. Um, would be a good matchup for Chikadze. I'd definitely be interested in watching that fight. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all we have for today. If you guys enjoyed the content, please give this podcast a like and subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. If you have any feedback, um, anything on what I should change, techniques I should analyze, uh, fights I should watch, let me know that as well. You can shoot me an email at casualfightfanpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.